Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 277th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're really excited to have a conversation with an author. We're doing a children's book author spotlight called Meet Gisela Bengfort. Now, before we dive deep into this conversation with the author, a couple of things. First, have you downloaded this episode? Not only just listened to it, but downloaded it through the Podbean app on WokenFree.com. If not, please do so immediately so that you too can put your comments and questions in for the author. Also, if you listen to podcasts on a device where you cannot download another app, whatever the reason why, then go to WokenFree.com and then go to the Listen tab and pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to Woken Free. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Samsung Podcast. It's a Woken Free world. So where podcasts are, you'll find us. <laughs> and definitely click to follow and subscribe. Also, you click subscribe to follow our show on WokenFree.com at the top. That is through the Podbean app. We definitely appreciate that. And on social, follow and subscribe to Woken Free on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. And then lastly, if you have 90 seconds, which you do, it's more a statement, less of a question. We would love for you to review the show. So any platform of your of dealer's choice, go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and pick your platform of choice where you're going to review us. And thank you and goodbye for the <laughs> five-star reviews that we you give us. We really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Exactly. But before we meet the author, let's hear a little bit, uh, let's share a little bit more about Gisela. So she frequently tells stories to kids and grandkids about animals, empathy, and making decisions, and having unlimited possibilities. Cameron, one of her grandkids, inspired her to write down some of these family stories and true events from her past to the present. Her children's book series covers topics of trust, friendship, fortitude, overcoming challenges, resilience, and love. The stories show that it takes courage to live life fully, that we can't always win but not try guarantees a loss, that every failure makes us grow bigger, and that nothing is static for long. Gisela loves the outdoors and all animals. You can find her on many Bay Area trails, sharing her laughter with family and friends. She was born in Switzerland, where she met the love of her life, Joe Bengfort, in 1997. Six months later, they got married in the U.S. They moved with their two kids, Patrick and Selena, from Switzerland to the U.S., 
They became patchwork family as Joe also had two kids, Lindsay and Joseph. And prior to writing children's book full-time and raising a family, she was a successful businesswoman. She served as the executive director of San Jose State University for the College Alumni of Business. She also created her own salad dressing. Gigi's Gourmet Salad Dressing developed in a food laboratory and distributed to Texas retailers. And in Switzerland, she was a sales rep for Christian Dior, worked for Accenture, Anderson Consulting, and was a sales rep for an international pharmaceutical company, Burton Dickinson. To learn more about this fabulous author, please go to www.wolfiesadventure.com. And on WokenFree.com, in the show notes, you'll be able to find the link to that website, as well as other social media places to learn more about the author. And now she currently is in Mill Valley, California, and continues to share her stories with her wonderful six grandchildren. And without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with her. Now, before we start our conversation, we always like to share a little bit about ourselves. And for this week, we're asking... Which holiday cheer stealer is more entertaining, the Grinch or the Scrooge? Mm, I I would say which one is, I would say the Scrooge. So you prefer the Scrooge? Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. For for me, I would say I prefer uh, the Grinch. I love uh, Jim Carrey's rendition of it, and he has a phrase says where he's like, "I'm I love Thanksgiving from here for the num nums." Like he just, you know, he's just like super ridiculous <laughs> uh, playing the Grinch. So I, I go with the Grinch, but the Scrooge is definitely very admirable. <laughs> yeah, I think the Scrooge is like classic kind of thing, and the Grinch is. The Grinch has had a resurgence. Yeah, he had a resurgence. Yeah. And for the kids, the kids are probably much more into the Grinch. Uh, Yeah. In the animation Mm -hmm. and with Tim Curry, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I would go with the Grinch as well, just because (laughs) I I remember reading the books, Dr. Seuss's books. So I like doing that. Like, I liked how the Grinch was in that. Scrooge, I mean, I, I like some of the Scrooge stories, but the Grinch is, yeah, I thought he was, like, funny and kind of creepy, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And in, on the topic of children's books, uh, we'd love for you to, we'll definitely, uh, you know, share your bio and the show notes and all that. But, yeah, could you briefly first just, like, introduce yourself and just kind of share, uh, you know, a little bit about yourself with the Woken Free audience? Okay, I'm Gisela Bankford. I'm born and raised in Switzerland. And uh, in 30, when I was 37, I met the love of my life. And in short time, we were married and we were a patchwork family. We both had two small kids. And now we are proud grandparents of seven grandkids. And... Uh, during the pandemic, one of my uh, close grandchildren, who's with us almost weekly, has suggested that I should write down the stories I was writing. Uh, and uh, so I started to do this. And suddenly it became much more than just a family heirloom. It 
had chapters and I wrote some life events in it. Uh, but in a way that kids would understand and could follow with animal characters. And uh, then my neighbor who worked with Pixar, uh, she has just started her own business teaching kids uh, animation. And she has suggested I should use one of her illustrator to add some illustrations. And then it became that book. It's called Wolfie's Adventure, An Unlikely Friendship. That's the first of uh, the trilogy. The second is Wolfie's Adventure Away from Home. And the third one, who's right now with the publisher, is Wolfie's Adventure Lost and Found. It's the story about a brown rat and a red shoulder hog who under circumstances are kind of forced to choose if they could be friends or this would be the end of everything. Thank you. That's um, fantastic. So the first question is, why do you think children love adventurous stories where there are unlimited possibilities, either from a character perspective or kind of the adventure itself? I think it's just their ability to really still see all the things in a different perspective than we do. And they're so open and fresh thinking and not like taught like we are uh, to think in a certain way or been taught that it's not possible. They have everything for them going and their fantasy is endless and it should be that way and we all should still have the ability sometimes just to close our eyes and be in places where we create in our minds okay now what sort of themes are in this book series that you've written do you have like themes as love, courage? I mean, you can go into it. Yeah, I think empathy is one of my important thing to kids to learn because it's the ability to care for someone others than the, themselves. And not just, uh, yeah, Empathy, courage, love are all kind of things we we need, we taught to kids. That's not something that's given. Uh, it's not something that's in their genes. It's something that's been taught by parents, by friends, by family members. And uh, the storyline was for me important that kids could make choices it's why I'm asking questions for kids. How would they do that? Or do they have the ability to, to see that this animal is in trouble and the other animal could help? And if they would be in their shoes, what choices would they make and why? It's an importance when you read a book to some, uh, someone or with someone 
to actually sometimes stop and ask questions because many times a child answers in a total different way than what you expect because they are so untinted. They have such a fresh thinking and are not like us in a way being taught this way. And then many years later, we been taught that was actually wrong. So it's very important that we stop sometimes and look at things different with kids' eyes in a fresh, uh, fresh perspective. And when I was starting writing the book, um, I choose two different animals who maybe, if there are no trouble, would never been thought about becoming friends. And when when you look in real life, uh, many times animals who would become friends and stay together like a cheetah with a monkey or a cheetah with a cat, a turtle with a hippo, who become good friends. It's not all given. Love that. Uh, That's fantastic and couldn't agree more. The power of empathy is deeply needed more so now than ever in the type of society we have. And Definitely love the idea of presenting to children that you can come from different par- different walks of life and still find friendship and commonality. You know, that's really cool. Yeah, and I think, you know, with the questions, you're actually really open doors, which goes sometimes beyond the book. And I like that. I like that when I uh, went for adventure with my granddaughter, we always questioned things and we talked about it and Many times some things came up that she would have never told and shared with me, but because she felt in a safe place, she did that. And I had, I had people reaching out saying, we were reading the, your book um, with a nine, uh, a seven and a five-year-old, and suddenly I figured out that one of my child was bullied at school because of the questions I ask and it felt safe enough to answer answer this and to explain this and they have never ever that girl mentioned that to his parents before. That's why I think questions and talk with kids are so important and uh, that's why I like the questions in it. I put that actually for my granddaughter to talk about it and it became a book and now I hope that it will reach many many kids and and um, whoever will read the book with the kid or the kid itself that it stops for a moment and thinks about it what they would do and why they would do it yeah I think the questions were really great it makes you know, it's really good to be able to t- discuss with the kids what they learned from what they just read. Yeah, critical thinking. Yes. yes that's <laughs> definitely great. Now, one thing I wanted to know is with, with this series, do you recommend a certain age that this book is recommended for? Or 
Should it, is it for kids of all ages? What would be the starting age? You know, I think the moment kids can think and talk, it would be good to start to tell the story and ask, you know, do you know what that is? Do you know why? And it's, you know, I've been told that people all ages uh, have actually enjoyed it. Um, so I think if you ask me, uh, it will be probably five to maybe 12. Um, but then, like I said, I had people telling me um, they enjoyed the book reading and then telling someone about it. So it's, uh, I don't know, age, you know, kids develop different, have different interests and talking point. If a kid likes animals, then it can be involved pretty early uh, for, you know, uh, but five, six for sure. Wonderful. And when it comes to diversity, like how did you, how did that play a role with your book series in either like character development or even the themes and, and uh, some of the, the emotions that you wanted to invoke in, in the literature itself? Well, diversity is such a, such an important word in, in our time. Uh, and I think all the time, but it has never been addressed as much as it is lately. Diversity is for me, I came from uh, Switzerland to the US and I couldn't speak English when I met my husband. I spoke other languages, but not English. So good. So it was really hard to, to begin to fit in. And sometimes I could feel that people just thought because I had an accent that I wasn't smart or didn't fit in or was sidelined with. And I think we need to, to have the ability to walk in someone else's shoes. And quite early on, make a kid think about it. How would you feel if that would be you? Or what would you do? Or why would you do that? And what would you do different? Or what would you tell that kid as an encouragement? You know, when someone else comes new into the class or has a different uh, skin color or a different belief. Um, kids don't see that the way we do. We teach kids to see different. And I think it is important that we let kids more see the way they do than we inject that in them. Absolutely. And with that, uh, would I'd love for you to share um, any words of wisdom that you have for parents who are raising children in this really dynamic world, given your background, given the, you know, the beautiful books that you're writing. Um, I guess what, what would be words of wisdom for like either new parents like ourselves? We have a 17 month old who is running the show <laughs> all day long. I think when a kid asks a question, 
try to be as honest and transparent as possible. Don't underestimate the children that they don't understand. Um, don't lie. If, uh, if you feel uncomfortable to tell the truth uh, in, in your own word, then tell them, let me think about it, and I come back to, the, to this question. But be truthful. Live in the moment. It's another, uh, such an important thing. Um, there is no future in the past. Live with the child in the moment. Take sometimes a breath and stop what you're doing and running with the daily uh, important things you're doing and take a moment and just sit down and talk. Time flies and it goes so fast. And in 10 years, when you look back, you think, oh, I don't know why I was running so hard and not taking moments with my children because I thought it was so important at that time. When you, later on you look back, it's really not. So cherish them, uh, laugh with them, go out into nature. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, share, share the moments. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Honesty is definitely the best policy, even when it comes to your kids. I don't think totally. people treat kids like what they are, but they're little adults, so you know we should. They give them totally some know when you lie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they and they really when you lie. Yeah, you're right. And, yeah, and and that's the other thing when you do that, they will not come to you with very important subjects because they're afraid you will not tell them the truth or you will not believe them. So it's, it's down the road, older they get, it's more important that you're really honest and you build that, that trust um, with each other, that you have this relationship that they know they can come to you. Uh, even they have some done some things that's maybe not so good, but they know that the door is open and they can come and say, hey, I did something really, really bad and I need help. I don't know why, but it, it's important you're there for them and they know they can come to you. Okay. So before we wrap this up, are there any words of wisdom you want to share with our Woken Free listeners? You can tell us how they can reach you, how they can support you. Yeah, um, my uh, books, uh, Wolfie's Adventure, An Unlikely Friendship is the first one. And you can get the Wolfie's Adventure away from home. Both of those books are available in Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, um, Amazon, um, and the first one got an award for Best Juvenile Fiction in 2022. Um, read with the kids or um, gifted and look at the questions and enjoy it. Have fun together, have some good laughters with and 
some uh, good sparking discussions that this book uh, may bring to your table and yeah enjoy it enjoy this wonderful time we're having uh, where we all think a little bit uh, we're looking back at the year that went by so fast and uh, share share this love and courage and family diversity empathy share it together very important and do you have any preferred ways if the listeners wanted to reach out to you like any social media that they can uh, reach they you on can, uh, write me an email uh, with wolfiesadventure123 at gmail.com I have a website uh, wolfiesadventure.com and um, soon uh, yeah I, I soon will be the third book out and it's a really uh, beautiful uh, trilogy in between two um, animals who could be arch enemies but they become friends and uh, have encountered so many wild animals and I do keep the wild animals factual um, their behavior and their uh, life uh, livelihood I keep that f factual I do research on it so kids learn in a fun way a whole lot about their uh, the different animals in the wild yeah i think that's great that you include like a realistic animals and it's not just you know kind of made up stuff <laughs> that we often yeah. get in books where the animals have no relation to the actual animals in real life so that's really great that you did that with this yeah. these, this book series here so it's know, definitely something animals, that do have languages with each other yeah uh, let's not forget that they have body language and and we human have still 80 percent is body language we have in communications and animals extremely they have so many uh, uh, ways to communicate and uh, let's never underestimate i think we we don't give them enough credit um, they bring us so much happiness and joy and there are superheroes when we just think about animals we use in uh, as domesticated animals um, their abilities they're incredible what just a dog alone can do can rescue people can can prevent uh, seizures can detect uh, cancer uh, you know, can found lost people. Um, so we really, we should look down and say, wow, you're a little super, superhero uh, in our house. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we want to thank you for sharing your books with us and we can share with our listeners and hope that they'll, pick the books up on Amazon or your website or the other places that you mentioned to help support you. 
and it'll be great to read with their kids, if not for themselves alone. We want to again just thank you for coming on, Gazella, and we appreciate your time. Thank you so much, uh, Natasha and Khalil, for having me on and sharing my book with your listeners. And uh, yeah, I I'm, I'm hope I hear from someone back and have a wonderful holiday and uh, happy feathers and fur. We are at that time again. Such a wonderful conversation with this fabulous author. And it's coming to the end of our 277th episode of Woke Woke and Free. That was a little pitchy there, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Quite the episode having a fabulous children's book author spotlight of Gisela Bengford. Now, Kalo, what do people need to do? They know what they need to do. They know they Pray need for to. You. <laughs> <laughs> they could sing. A, there's a song called that. They can do that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think it was by Sam Smith or something. Ah. It's called Prayer. I don't remember. Yes, you are correct. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's what that made me I think love of. That you mentioned that. Though, <laughs> it just seems so right for this occasion. Mm-hmm. And and they know after they do that, they, they got to definitely <laughs> come back to listen to our new Woken Free Wednesday episode. They mm-hmm. better do that. And they better make sure to follow us on social media, to follow along in the conversation, and make sure they tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. And continue to pray for you. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be a guest on the show and submit a topic for an upcoming episode, (laughs) make sure to hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com, which is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Oh, wow. (laughs) This is like a sales ad gone wrong. super active nice. on social media would love to have you connect with us follow subscribe to our different platforms we're on facebook instagram twitter youtube tiktok pinterest and linkedin at woken free and for all sponsorship and collaboration ideas ah. you can hit us up on our contact us page at wokeheadfree.com <laughs> if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back and join the conversation every wednesday for woken free wednesdays remember woken free is more than a podcast it is a way of life till next time where can i bid <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly